0: Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us here at Cloud Wars Live, where we explore digital business and digital innovation by speaking with the people helping to change how the world lives, plays, works, and dreams. Our guest today is Dan Joleo of Care.com, a high-growth online marketplace for caregivers and the families who need them. Dan's helped Care.com establish a modern cloud-based financial system to manage its growth, and to provide transparency. Dan, welcome to Cloud Wars Live. Thank you, Bob. Good to have you. Tell us a little bit about, there's two interesting threads we want to look at here. One is this very interesting company you're with and the needs that they had at the time when they brought you in. And then also, Dan, throughout that, you've got an interesting relationship yourself with this company. So, just tell us a little bit about the background there. Sure. So, Carrie.com, as
1: many people may know, is an online marketplace to match families that are seeking quality care providers. So the the business has actually been around 10 years, but certainly in the last five, there's been some significant growth. And around that time, management realized their existing infrastructure wasn't gonna support the growth. So there were a number of, and speaking from the finance perspective now, there were a number of uh, disparate systems that were standalone, highly manual business processes that required uh, lots of effort from the various departments to try to pull all the data together for uh, for consolidated financial purposes. So we brought the close down pretty significantly, about by about four days, I believe. Okay. Um, so the CFO is now getting numbers on his desk much quicker. Not only that, there's a high level of confidence in those numbers, right? It's because, you know, when you have manual manipulation, there's always room for error. Whereas if the majority of the uh, transactions or the reporting is coming directly from the system and everyone is using a consistent data model Mm -hmm. and is processing the transactions the same way in the control environment that we've defined within Workday, then, you know, he's got uh, a high level of of confidence that the numbers he's looking at are accurate.
0: Yeah. So speed... Accuracy and also, I think there would have been something that uh, you know, as I was doing a little research on this, where he said there was a huge amount of manual labor involved, right? For people trying to get things together from the other places, consolidate them, and you got some pretty smart people on the team there. And it's a shame to have them doing this sort of work that's not adding a lot of value. So, how do you? what are they able to do now that's different their
1: role transitions from as you say administrative and process oriented yeah. to more analytical oriented yeah. right so you know when we when we bring in a degreed accountant you know we'd ideally like them to be leveraging their technical accounting skills yeah. not how quickly can they type into a spreadsheet mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so uh, so that that has really been the the biggest change
0: yeah i know i think uh, I've heard some companies talk about you know if you get the not just so much the technology but the technology underpinning the processes that allow you to do things that way it's like you for the finance organization you can flip the arrow of time instead of the systems being built around the notion of let me reconcile what has already happened to being one that says we can clearly do that but we're also going to help provide intelligence toward what's coming help us be smart about where things are headed how to allocate resources and so on so Mm -hmm. is that something care Care care.com is able to do Certainly, so
1: you know, knowledge is power,
0: right? Yeah. So, to the extent that we can give
1: management um, meaningful data sooner, and again with a high level of confidence, then they're certainly uh, better positioned yeah. to uh, to make kind of those forward-looking, those forward-looking um, decisions that that are impactful.
0: Okay. Now, Dan, one of the other things that, that had come up here was again, companies growing quickly, they needed to get, you know, some of their processes and technology up in place, moving into the cloud. So on you've talked some about on the financial side, and then there was also the HR component. And could you explain a little bit about how that worked and the synergies across the two?
1: Sure. So again, my background is finance, so I yeah. can't speak into great detail but but certainly you yeah dialing the, the clock back five years when the company was looking at where they were from a back office infrastructure perspective and looking forward, HR was actually in even a worse position than, yeah. than finance simply because they didn't have a system. So they yeah. had some basic functionality from ADP and everything else was paper files or, or spreadsheets. So again, from a, from a growth perspective, in terms of being able to attract and maintain a quality workforce and being able to manage that effectively We needed to give both our HR department as well as our operational managers the tools to do that. Mm -hmm. So again, you you may know that Workday started with HR prior to to finance and certainly had a strong reputation even at that point. So from the HR side, Workday was an an easy sale. Mm -hmm. Finance were not big risk takers, so it took us a little bit longer to get comfortable with it, especially at that time the product was still relatively new. But obviously, we got there.
0: So you would have been, rel- you know, among the first, what, 40 or 50? Or so companies that committed to Oracle fi- or uh, Workday financials. I yes, yeah, so
1: I I don't. We were certainly within the first hundred. I don't know at okay. what, uh, what the, the exact number was.
0: Yeah. And just Dan, can you talk about that a little? You, you said, you know, and the, the financial professionals are not the type that always sort of rush toward the risk. So what were a couple of the things that made you fully comfortable that this is the right way to go?
1: So speaking personally, I've worked with a number of kind of legacy ERP platforms, so PeopleSoft, Oracle, Great Plains, and you know by and large there's architecture of that era had to have a have a similar pattern, right, or a similar um, flow to how it's structured and how how transactions are processed. And sitting through some of the early Workday demos, certainly there was some similarities, but it became obvious to me pretty quickly that that Workday really was kind of the next generation Mm -hmm. of, of kind of thought and design around financial ERPs. So when we looked at you know, kind of the business process orientation, and, and as I mentioned earlier, the the, the work tag flexibility yeah. that allows the business to well, allows the system to adapt to the business as opposed to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the legacy ERP's oftentimes it was the other way around, yeah. you know light bulbs just started going off in my head. So I'm thinking, is said, wow, if if I had had this five years ago or ten years ago, that you know things would be uh things would have been very different in terms of our support model and uh and the amount of uh, resources we needed to, to to maintain the system that design architecture uh, kind of overshadowed kind of the the general uneasiness yeah. of um investing in a platform that was still relatively new mm-hmm. that said when we looked at workday's competition and uh Established long-term players that have that had migrated their product to the cloud. Basically, my my personal take on that was that you know they had taken their on-premises system and just put it in the cloud, mm-hmm. but many of those same limitations that yeah. resided with the legacy system still existed. Yeah, and so you know you could go the safe route and still have those limitations, or, you know, you could be you could be bold and, and move forward. And so, obviously, we, we decided to be more aggressive with that. And then, so to kind of getting past that initial level of discomfort, but then as we started to really drill in and look at specific use cases, you know, the gaps actually were not that many. They were actually less than we were expecting. Now, for certain, there were still... A handful, yeah, um, that we that we acknowledged and in Workday's defense was very transparent about, yeah. and also very proactive with where those gaps would be addressed on the roadmap, mm-hmm. and so now you know three years later, having been live, I think there's only one left on that list that okay. still hasn't been addressed.
0: Okay, Dan, that gets sort of in the direction of trust. You know, so the technology factor that has to be right, and then this notion of trust, both about. Will the technology do what it says? Do I understand as a buyer where this technology provider, my partner here, is actually going? And uh, that's one thing that I believe distinguishes Workday in a number of ways, that level of trust that people have. Because I've heard, not you said it here, and others, You know, Workday was very open about it, said here are the things we can do, here are the things we're not going to do, or it's going to be a waste down the road. So mm-hmm. it seems in that notion of managing the risk, making the right decision, jumping on board a platform that's going to take you through the high growth times, you know, very comfortably, to the degree you're able to sort of buy in on the trust, that had to be a huge part of it.
1: It was. It was. You know, our our, our CFO at the time was, you know, the, obviously business relationships are important and this is a significant investment, so... Our account executive at Workday made certain that that uh, our CFO was comfortable and brought in the mm-hmm. appropriate resources from the appropriate levels at Workday you know, right. to get him there on the uh, on the finance side. You know, say HCM was less so because it was more of a proving product at that point. Yeah. You know, and the other thing uh, we were a bit concerned about is you know on the scale of size of client, care just Even more so then was kind of on the smaller yeah. end of that scale and. Um, it, we were concerned about what sort of attention we would get or, mm-hmm. or, or priority would get. And honestly I, I cannot recall like feeling like we were a small fish to work mm-hmm. day, that we were a business partner and that they were engaged with us and that they were committed to our success. And so, you know, if we had an issue, I feel like we got the same attention as, you know, a five hundred million dollar company yeah. did.
0: Yeah. And Dan, could you take us through a little bit um, you know, the journey because you said there's the sort of the core financials and then some additional Products from the financial suite that have come on? Uh, yes, yeah,
1: so subsequent to the initial finance launch, we implemented payroll, working mm-hmm. payroll, which was a year ago now, as a matter of fact, we okay. went live with payroll. And so, you know, the, the work tag, the power of one, that, that was the primary driver. So, yeah. you know, we had ADP historically, but having all of our HR and finance data on one platform, but then still having to extract. payroll data proved Mm -hmm. to be less efficient. Mm -hmm. So we have spoiled with our access to all of the data within Workday. That aside, just the the customer service challenges with ADP, again, a large company um, with with being a a smaller player proved to be frustrating after a while. So bringing all of that in-house under under our control made good sense to us. So we, we ended up Moving forward with that, and we've been live for a year now.
0: Okay, anything else you're looking at that you can talk about? So
1: we also implemented workday planning. Yep. So that's this earlier this year. Um, we went live with that in uh, over the summer. Okay. So the similar to our financial experience a number of years ago, workday was fairly transparent with. You know, this is a new product you're an early adopter there are some significant gaps and that certainly proved to be the case right that said our based on our historic experience with the rest of financials we were confident that workday would you know would, would get there and we were, did our own internal evaluation and, and concluded we could live with those gaps in the short term mm-hmm. of course now recent announcement that we're migrating to a different uh, uh with the acquisition of adaptive yeah. that that product will now essentially replace what we implemented so it it kind of remains to be seen what that means for okay. us um, i suspect we will end up either implementing adaptive or taking the opportunity to 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 look at other options right but, you know at this point i still think the overriding benefit of having everything reside on one platform is still a significant and mm. persuasive reason okay to, to seriously consider adaptive
0: Okay, and Dan, I think that your personal story here with Care.com is an interesting one because you clearly become sort of a spokesman for the company in some ways about some of these things that are going on with it. And it's been a five-year relationship, but you're not an employee. Is that right? Well, no. Actually, technically, I am an
1: employee. Okay. Okay.
0: So I'm I'm considered what's the the phrase? A <laughs> fixed-term
1: employee. Okay. So so that implies that my job is tied to projects that I see that that, that come along.
0: Okay. And, you know, that started, I think you had said it was going to be, oh, you know, somebody said, hey, just come work with us for a little bit, but it's evolved into something much bigger than that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, it, it was specifically focused on initially evaluating a new ERP platform mm-hmm. and then helping with the implementation. But, you know, I, I, I guess I kind of got the, the workday bug because yeah. I really, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of the technology and I'm a fan of care.com as well. So, I, you know, the, the company's culture, their mission, the investment that they're willing to make to make sure that they're well positioned for, for growth and to, and to leverage, uh, to provide that transparency across the organization to better empower their management. All of that activity aligns with my own Kind of business philosophy yeah. and, and
0: values. So, so yeah, it's it's been a great partnership or a relationship on on both sides. Great. And Dan, we're here at uh, Workday Rising in Las Vegas. What's what have you seen here that that's sort of top of mind for you? Yeah. So R- Rising is always a good opportunity
1: to reconnect with the rest of the, the ecosystem of, of Workday. So in in terms of you know the formal presentations, you know, the, it's it seems the the theme is around artificial intelligence and in, in machine learning. And so. Know, leveraging the the existing data to provide more insight to the significance of the numbers, but then also potentially automating some transactions that formerly would have required manual intervention. Yeah. Um, so that that's exciting. It, you know it, Feels like it it's still a ways away as that technology ev- evolves, but it's certainly uh, an area that although I've read about artificial intelligence, I never really made the connections to how that would apply mm-hmm. in a uh, in an accounting team, for example, yeah. or, or driving financial close efficiencies. But you know they brought up some some pretty interesting use cases that are yeah. intriguing. So. Uh, I'll, I'll look forward to seeing how how those evolve. The informal part of, of these is also just interacting with the other customers right and understanding yeah. some of their their wins and some of their, yeah. their challenges and how they've managed it and uh, and hearing some of their their journeys yes. in terms of how they arrived at, at where they are so you know it's for the people that are just starting out I, I think oh yeah I remember that I remember that <laughs> phase yeah <laughs> I remember that look of discomfort <laughs> and then some of the uh, you know the, the longer term players like like us that I've you know that I uh Still, still, bump into. You know, we we can uh, you know share share some of our successes and you know how we, we continue to leverage and um, take advantage of the investment that Workday makes to continually evolve the product and to
0: solve problems uh, or or to just gain efficiencies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Dan, anything that uh, any other topic that you wanted to be sure to touch on before we wrap up?
1: I guess what I would say in closing is that any ERP Workday or not, you you know you get. Out what you put in mm-hmm. right and um, you know I think workdays philosophy of you know these biannual releases give you the you know it, it gives you the opportunity to take advantage of new technology but in most cases it's optional so it's not essentially shoved down your throat yeah. so th- that approach I think is is very smart in a, in a cloud-based platform where it's important to have everybody on the same "Quote version yeah. yet you can configure you know it's a cafeteria you can configure yeah. what you need based on your priorities and your pain points that uh, that I think is a, another big win for Workday
0: customers okay okay well Dan thank you very much this has been a great conversation all right. my pleasure thanks and I just want to thank all of you out there for listening to this episode of Cloud Wars Live where We talk about this rapidly changing world, digital innovation and companies and the people that are uh, changing really how the world works, lives, plays, dreams and reinvents itself. Dan, thanks very much. Good to see you. You're welcome. Thank you.